0: This is a homage. Rising at the water, made it through the hate and the pain and the slaughter. Got me feeling stronger. Coming out with all kinds of energy and bitches taking over. I'm a monster.
1: alaykum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you. Good evening and welcome to another edition of Radio Islam. This is your host, Tariq Alamine, and we are broadcasting on WCEV 1450 AM, streaming at WCEV 1450.com. If you are new to the Radio Islam family, we welcome you. Thanks for tuning in. We're on every day from 6, 7 central, coming to you from the wonderful city of Chicago, Illinois. Now you can keep up with us by following and liking our pages on social media. You'll find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Radio Islam USA. And you can also check out those previous episodes that you have missed out on wherever you get your podcast. So if that's iTunes, tune in, Google, uh, Google Play or SoundCloud, you'll find us at Radio Islam USA. All right, Radio Islam family, we're going to get right into it. Uh, as you may have heard, you, you have not heard that intro music before, and there's a good reason for it, and it's because that is original music from a extremely talented uh Talented rapper, lyricist Ahmed Redwan, also known as Iconic Bond, and he is joining us by phone. But before we bring him on, uh, I just want to give you a little bit of a little bit of background uh, about him. But he's been a fan of hip hop uh, from a young age, and uh, this is, as a youth leader, uh, he utilizes this. Uh, this format, this platform of hip hop, as a way of disseminating ideas, thoughts, and struggles, uh, and goals, right, to the youth that he works with, uh, and this is also a way for him to enjoy himself. So, iconic bond, right? That's that's who we're talking to tonight, and we want to welcome him. Alaikum
2: assalam.
1: It is a pleasure to have you. Thank you for uh, for for taking the time to 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 get with us and, and talk about your craft and. Uh, the work that you do doing, and, and and for the Radio Song families to get a a better picture of of who you are, who- I appreciate the opportunity. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So um, let's start out because we started out. What was the name of the first track that we that we uh, came in off of? That was called Breakthrough. That was Breakthrough. That was Breakthrough. Yes, sir. Okay. So when did you have your your breakthrough? Your, your your hip hop, your rap moment where you said, this is where, you know, this is something that I need to, uh, give my, my attention to.
2: So, um, I guess, believe it or not, this kind of all started, uh, about a year and a half ago. Um, me and uh, a couple of my brothers kind of decided, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna pursue, pursue, uh, the music industry. Um, it's something that we we have been talking about for, for a little bit. And, um, none of us really had 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 done any kind of music stuff before mm-hmm. um you know i i had always been a writer i wrote poems i had journals where i just wrote you know rhymes whatever came to mind i wrote it down mm-hmm. um but i never really uh you know put that in the music form until about a year and a half ago um okay and that's when it all started and here we are today <laughs> <laughs>
1: So from, so from that point, from making that decision with a group of, uh, group of friends, um, have you been, it seems like you've been on the fast track since then.
2: I've been trying to put myself on the fast track kind of, um, the first six months it was kind of just getting used to, you know, how do you actually rap? That's actually a pretty tough thing to do. Mm. Um, if, if it doesn't come naturally, you know, some, some people are blessed with that, with that ability, um, you know, uh, alhamdulillah, thank God that I, w- I was blessed, I guess, with the ability to write, not not necessarily the ability to rap until, you know, I practiced it day and night. Right. So I finally got it, you know, got it to where I, I was comfortable to share it with the world. Okay. Um, so that, it took about six months to get there, though.
1: Really? Okay. Now, you grew up in a, um, I don't want to use the word typical, but uh, I- I'll use the word you you used. You grew up in a healthy Islamic household. Right. But you, uh, you mentioned that you had some rebellious phases, which is not necessarily, um, you know, foreign for, for, mm-hmm. for, for most of us. You know, as we grow up, we go through different uh, uh, parts of life and development. Uh, but that those phases, which which led to your uh, eventual realization or, or wokeness, um, is this this did this have an impact on you as an artist?
2: Definitely, I think I think I draw a lot of my inspiration from 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 the fact that I did, you know, go through that rebellious phase in my life and and all the things that I saw and experienced through that phase and and how I made it out of that phase and where I am today. That's I would probably say ninety five percent of all my inspiration comes from from that concept. Hmm. Mm. Um. Now, and that's and, and that's kind of why I, you know as you mentioned earlier that I, that I use it as a platform to, to to speak to the youth.
1: Okay. Now, how long have you been doing uh, youth work?
2: Um, I'd like to say I've been doing it my whole life, but <laughs> <I guess> that,
1: <laughs> um, that's the right answer. You know,
2: my I grew up I grew up in a family. You know, I'm both my parents were very active in the community. Um, so so as as as, as a youth, um, you know, going through high school, middle school, uh, some of my college, I was I was very involved. Um, I didn't really, you know, take the reins and 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 kind of lead it myself until until probably about six years ago. Okay. Um, I took on a um, youth group um, here locally, and they're still my youth group today, um, and we've kind of expanded that now. Um, so so yeah, I, I took the reins about probably like six seven years ago.
1: Okay. Now, when you um, do you find yourself now with your uh, with with rap? Well, you know before before I said, let me ask this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said you grew up journaling and writing poetry. Was was the the writing that you did at that point was it spiritually um, motivated or infused? Or was it um, more about just where you were at that particular uh, uh, point in, in, in time?
2: It was it was a little bit of both. Um, you know, back then uh, I was listening to rappers um, like Tupac and and Nas, and and I didn't know anything about that life, so I couldn't I couldn't write to that aspect of it. So I was writing whatever came to mind, whatever I saw around me. Um, some spiritual stuff in there, um personal stuff you know that that maybe I'd gone through some struggles within my family that that was just my my venting the way the way for me to vent my own feelings and my own thoughts was through writing in my journal
1: okay mm-hmm. now do you feel that that experience that writing that that helped you to transition into rap? Because I mean, it's all poetry, right? It's just set to different. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, do you feel like that that helped you as a um, uh, as a rapper?
2: I think it definitely helped me um, as far as uh, lyrically. It helped me. Right. Um, uh, just just trying trying to be as I guess not as detailed or descriptive, but as as deep as possible in the way that I'm writing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's that's where it helped me the most. Um, you know, because that was just writing without hearing a beat in the background. So once you have that beat, you kind of mm-hmm. have to, you have to kind of master that flow and that cadence as right. well to kind of make it sound, you know, listenable. <laughs> Something that people, <laughs> when they listen to they can actually enjoy rather than, you know, like this This doesn't sound good. So it definitely did help me out um, from a lyrical standpoint.
1: Now are the young people that you work with, um, Are these young young brothers, uh, these young folks, are they surprised when they realize that, you know, that you don't have just the the nine to five, but you have a completely different skill set that they might that they might not think um, their their mentor has?
2: Uh, I think it did surprise them because I wasn't doing it when we first started six years ago. Um, uh, And then they saw me they, they saw the progression. Mm-hmm. Um, and they saw the amount of work that I put in, and, and I, you know, every now and then I I kind of use it as a way to inspire them and let them know that you know just because you know because they're still in school, a lot of these guys are still in, you know still in college. Mm-hmm. Um, so I try to use it as a way to inspire them, like, hey, you know, just because you know you finish your homework, you finish your study, and you finish your job, that doesn't mean the rest of the day has to be empty, right? Right. Um, and that's something that they saw me struggling with, you know, in the beginning, I was, you know, I was, uh, newly married, uh, didn't have any kids yet. And, um, uh, you know, so I would do my nine to five job and I would come home and I would just relax and watch TV or play mm-hmm. video games. And <laughs> over time they saw me fill in, fill in all those blank, you know, useless, you know, <laughs> useless time that I was yeah. just sitting there. Right. Um, so I definitely did inspire, you know, I hope it inspired them. Um, that's That was kind of the point. Uh, I would say that's, that was part of, probably part of my inspiration of doing it as well. Right. Just to to kind of show them that, you know, well, you know, they all like rap and they, you know, look up to rappers and, and they know that I love rap. And just showing them, like, hey, I've never done rap before. I'm not a rapper, mm-hmm. you know, up until now. Right. And I just decided I'm going to try it. And it worked. And, you know, they... I would say they're my biggest fans.
1: <laughs> mm, come to <laughs> So well, let me ask this. You said you were newly married. Um, yes, sir. What, what was your wife's response when you said, I'm about to become a rapper?
2: So, uh, <laughs> I was blessed with a wife from a family that's uh, actually pretty musically inclined. Okay. Um, they all play a lot of different instruments. Um, uh, you know, So they, they come from that background, but the rap, the rap part of it was kind of foreign to them. Um, Mm -hmm. They didn't do music from that side of the world. Um, uh, I wouldn't say that she was against it. Mm -hmm. Uh, She was fully supportive the whole way. You know, even now where I have to leave, you know, I do a lot of open mics locally, and that usually happens, you know, at night. Mm -hmm. The kids might be up, so she's been supporting me through that. Um, You know, spending time late at night just recording and writing like it you know it it, it kind of does take a toll on a relationship at a certain point um but you know alhamdulillah she's been supportive and and uh you know with me the whole way she tries to come out and watch me perform whenever she gets a chance um
1: that's awesome yeah alhamdulillah so alhamdulillah. you so your your opening track well the name is um it's The Breakthrough right that's, that's the, name of the album mm-hmm. now uh what is what is that is that self-explanatory? That title.
2: Um, I guess it kind of had different meanings. Okay. When I, when I came up with it, um, I I used it as the as the introductory track. It's the first full you know actual song track um on on the mixtape. Uh, and I called the mixtape the breakthrough because it is my breakthrough into the industry, basically. Um, but the track itself is a little bit deeper than that. It's it's kind of my breakthrough through all of these things that that I went through in my life Um, and I use it as a way to show um, that struggle me going through that struggle that internal and external struggles that I had and how I broke through it okay Um, so that's where the name comes from
1: all right now excuse me radio sign family I just want to tell you all let you in because you're family I tell you all these things I'm trying to sneak a little bit of Snickers. Um while <laughs> while Ahmed was talking. So and I got caught.
2: <laughs> Why wait? Why wait?
1: <laughs> so hmm. let me ask, um, you know what? Let let's play, let's play a little bit of um which one? Focused. Let's let's play a little bit of focused. And that's track three. So um my brother Ibrahim is gonna pull that on up. And yeah, yeah, let's go ahead and play it now. All right.
0: on the global where the road at. I'm out your sure trippin', I'm just tryna get my soul back. They try to hold me down, I ain't never hold back. They try to hold me down, but I ain't never hold back. Cold facts, I be running, gunning. Every time you see me stuntin', I be hunting for the next one. Looking to perfect one. Searchin' till I'm hurting, yeah. They calling me the blessed one. Far from it, I got scars from it. And now I sit around, no purpose, looking full, nervous. It's all fire inside, I got a full furnace. And blocked from the thoughts like a pool curtain. And all I do is chase the red like the bull's burden who hurt Cause all I see is devils in
1: disguise. So that's focus and I see it's produced by Homage So um Ahmed. You, okay, good, all right, make sure we didn't lose you. Um so what was the um well first of all, I I, I like the word play. Um what'd you say to try to hold me down?
2: yeah but I ain't never hold back
1: yeah <laughs> I like that. Mm-hmm. um uh so your relationship as far as uh well first let's talk about what was the uh what was the inspiration behind this uh particular track and then uh i, I would love to hear about because I see homages is, is you all obviously have a very good working relationship um, uh, i'll- t- I'll
2: talk about that too yeah i sure. needed, I, I probably need to clarify that um let me clarify that first, actually. Okay. Uh, if you don't mind. So, homage yeah, is actually a producer um, that I just happened to find on the internet. Oh, good um, idea. Who shares a lot of his uh, music on YouTube, um, through, and he also has a uh, website and he sells a lot of it. But he also allows artists, you know, up and coming artists that maybe don't have the financial ability to use his tracks for promotional use, which is actually a uh, it's a it's a big kind of cultural part of of the of the rap industry um if you're familiar with it um a lot of rappers do mixtapes which is basically free music you don't have to pay for it right um the rappers don't make any money off of it it's purely for for promotional use so i'm glad you brought that up actually um so homage um, permits people to use it for promotional use and that's i don't know him personally okay you know we've had some um uh, back and forth through email Mm -hmm. um but the reason I chose him and the reason he's he's on there a lot is because I really like his music. Um, <laughs> yeah. I really like it. You know, it's, it's hard to find somebody uh, these days in the rap industry that makes uh, music that sounds like that. A lot of it is very party-oriented these days, mm-hmm. um, and it's, it's hard to talk about something serious over, you know, a party beat. <laughs> yeah. So I really appreciate his music, and that's why I use it. Um, but Yeah, strictly for promotional use. Um, so I'm glad you brought that up. Um, as far as the track focus, mm-hmm. um, so there's a there's a I guess there's an underlying theme of the track, um, and at the end of the track, I kind of I kind of hit on it a little bit, and and I say in the beginning um, that I'm focused on the goal, but where is the road, basically?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so there's a couple there's a couple things in this track. Um, that That sentence, that bar was an idea that came to me like we live in a society these days where basically i if my goal is to be a millionaire, mm-hmm. you know that might be my goal, but there's no clear road in our society yeah. on how to reach our goals um there's so many things in the way of our goals these days, right, mm-hmm. whether it be uh it's, I would say some of it is internal but I would say a lot of it is external, um you know, and I like to touch on. Um, the racial issues that we have, you know, in the country and, 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 discrimination and, and racism. And I talk about that a lot. Um, you know, in, in my writings. Mm-hmm. Um, and that concept kind of came from there is that just because I'm not, you know, a Caucasian male or maybe I'm not the one rapping about drugs or rapping about, you know, partying and, and, and that kind of lifestyle mm-hmm. that my, my road to that goal that I'm trying to reach. Is, is almost invisible. It mm. doesn't exist. So that that that's, that's kinda like the opening line and I kinda end on it. Um but the general aspect of that song is, is kind of and this is why I brought it after the breakthrough, it kinda digs more into into uh how do you make it through the struggle, how you stay focused and continue pushing through, regardless of what this external uh pressure is.
1: Right. Right. Yeah, I like that. You you have the goal, but where's the road to get to mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, do you find that uh, and and it's it's a different realization for us as, as adults um to be able to articulate something like that? Right? There's a frustration that comes with particularly with being a young person and having an idea, uh having an aspiration but not having the path to reach that. Uh mm-hmm. do you find in the uh, in in your work with young people that that's a sentiment that's articulated um by them to you
2: yeah definitely that's i mean that's probably one of one of their biggest struggles today is is if, if even even in even in stuff like finding a job mm-hmm. um we live in a society where it's it's literally about who you know, it's not about your abilities, it's not about you know it's not about what you've accomplished, it's about who you know. Who you have connections to, and if you don't have any of that it, it, it's, it's very difficult you know yeah. I'm not going to say it's impossible to reach that goal, whatever your goal may be, but it is difficult yeah um and that's that's kind of a concept that we have to deal with in the, in the society that we live in today
1: mm. now you say so you you attack. I shouldn't say attack, right? <laughs> but oh, you address—I don't attack anybody. <laughs> but you—you address—you address issues of race um, yeah. in in your music. Um, is that from a position of? Um, yeah, what, from from what position? How, how do you how do you address it?
2: Um, I'm not going to say that I've ever been pulled over for being Muslim. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not from that position. Um I mean I was, I was, like I said when I you know, when I went through the rebellious phase, um I, I I saw that aspect of the country that I that I didn't see before. You know, I like I said, I was raised in a healthy Muslim household. I was sheltered from everything. I didn't really see anything. Right. Um and then when I finally did kind of branch out into this into this other world you know, and it started hanging out in in kind of the lower income areas of the country. Uh, you know, locally here in the state, and I, I started seeing that. I started um, feeling it. You know, where cops clearly come around low income areas. Um, you know, African American areas, mm-hmm. um, and nowadays, I mean, it's, it's on the news. It's, it's become it's become the the norm. And it's accepted almost. You know they're coming after everybody that isn't like them, right? right. Um, and there's no there's no push. I mean there's you know there's pushback from us, <laughs> mm-hmm. but there's no there's no like general pushback from the country against it. It is now an accepted thing. Racism is there. It's open now. Um, and it's like you just have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like not a lot of people talk about it. So it's something that I'm definitely, you know, I didn't touch on it too much in this, in this home, in this project, but mm-hmm. my next project, you know, that I'm working on is, I touch on it a lot because it's important. It's something that needs to be said. It's something that needs to be heard. Um, you know, a lot of people out there are trying to, trying to put it out there as well, but I feel like especially in the in, in the rap industry, it's not being heard enough. You know, what's taking over the rap industry right now is the partying and the drugs and the, and all that kind of stuff. and, and, yeah. One of the reasons that I that I was pulled cool towards rap so much is and I and I truly believe this is that rap actually is the music that changes generations. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, you have rock and you have pop and all that. That's constant. Mm-hmm. But when rap changes, the generation changes. Right? Mm-hmm. Like my generation, rap was all about struggle and it was about, you know, kind of more thoughtful type stuff and we didn't. I mean, we drugs have always been there. You know, mm-hmm. people talk about drugs, but I would say, you know, just to get a little more more detailed in that answer, you know, back when I was growing up, they were rapping more about marijuana, so everybody was getting high off marijuana. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, rappers talking about all this other kind of drugs, the Molly and the, mm-hmm. you know these manufactured drugs and Xanax and you know yeah. this. A lot, a lot of prescription,
1: uh, Prescri- abuse, yeah. prescription a lot of prescription drug abuse. Prescription drugs,
2: and if and if you notice, ever since people have started rapping about that, the generation was pulled towards that. So rap actually holds a true power in changing, you know, the young mind.
1: Well, um, it, it goes with that uh, that saying, you know, art imitates life, and uh, and vice versa, life will imitate the art. That's correct. Yeah. So what that's what correct. area of the country are are you in?
2: So I'm in North Carolina. Okay. All right. Yeah. Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh,
1: that is a hold on. North Carolina. East Coast. No, no, I'm I'm thinking of of artists. Um, who should I know? I should know somebody that's from <laughs> North Carolina. One of the,
2: one of J. the Cole. producers in the rap industry, Ninth Wonder. Out of Durham. P.D. Pablo? P.D. Pablo, yep. <laughs> I
1: ain't heard Pete Pablo yeah. in a Twisted while. Twisted around your head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: That's Pete Pablo's out of North Carolina. Um, Ninth Wonder. Um, just had a... a, a, a actually, I, I, I had the pleasure of meeting um, this young lady called Rhapsody. She just um, had her... Uh, she was on a show, actually, on Netflix... Um, Called Rapture, which kind of followed rappers around, and she was given an episode, which was amazing. Okay, um, you know, kind of gave homage to uh, the North Carolina, so that was good.
1: Oh, and of um, course, J Cole, Fayetteville. J Paul
2: Cole, definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, yeah, North Carolina is bringing out some good stuff.
1: Yeah, all right, <laughs> that's, that's that's good stuff. <laughs> so, what? Uh, so, so let's, so let's talk about the name. Let's talk about iconic bond what what's the story behind because that is that's a big name yeah so t- give us give us a little insight how, how did how did that come about?
2: It has uh, a couple different reasons why that name was chosen um i guess the first and, and hopefully the most uh obvious reason so iconic bond is kind of a play on words on ionic bond which is a which is a (laughs) chemical bond (laughs) Um, nice the reason the reason is that is there um i'm actually a chemist so i got my degree in chemistry from college um and i've you know i've been working as a scientist since i graduated college um so i kind of wanted something to, to to you know to relate to yeah. that aspect of my life because uh-huh. that's that's half my life <laughs> right that's my nine-to-five job <laughs> um, so ionic bond iconic bond so that that's there um but then i you know i kind of tried to describe what iconic bond is in one of my tracks called first bond which is the last track on that on that album Can i say a line um what did i say uh Ironically, Iconic is the only icon. Oh, no, hold on. Sorry. Uh, trying to remember. Hard to remember a person. Though. Um, I will be my brother's keep, shepherd to the flock of sheep, just so I can show them how to be a bit of me through my words, because my word is my bond. Ironically, Iconic is the only icon. So that's mm. the real meaning behind the, you know, the, the reason I chose it, because I want to be the – because I do use my words – as the bond between me and somebody else—that's that's the purpose of rap—is right. using using that bond. And I want to be the iconic one. I want to be that icon, mm. you know. So that's what I'm striving to be. I'm trying to be this, this icon that uses his words to better whoever's listening to.
1: It. You know, um, I could not help but laugh when you gave the the background the ionic bond, and I'll tell you why. Uh, when my sister listens to this, she is going to absolutely love that. Um, one of my I have I have uh, four sisters. One of my sisters is a chemical engineer. Okay. And uh, so I just I immediately thought about her when you, when you said that. So <laughs> I, I get to hear her stories about formulating and um, and all the other sciencey stuff that that you guys do. Um, but <laughs> science. stuff. <laughs> but this is what we're going to do. Um, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we're going to come back. Our intro is going to be First Bond, right? That's, th- that's the last one that you were talking about, right? Yes, sir. Yes, so, sir. yeah, we're going to intro off of First Bond when we come back, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll get back into our discussion. All right, Radio okay. Slime family, our guest is Iconic Bond uh, out of North Carolina. This is Radio Slime on WCEV 1450 AM. We'll be back in just a minute. Yeah.
0: They be trying to hold me down every time I come around. Never, ever made a sound, but they still trying to put me in the ground. I stay. I stay running. I stay gunning. I stay sluttin'. I stay hunting for the next thing. They be trying to get your boy... All,
1: oh, oh. all, in together now. We can make it better now. Come on, can we do it? Yeah, it? You know that we can. We roll it up. Cause we know how to jump. We
0: roll it out. Roll it Cause out. we know how to skate. We cut it down. Yeah. Out. We stuff. Just moving a little and eating better every day can help make you and your kids healthier. Search WE CAN online to find doable tips and activities that you can use every day. That's WE CAN, a message from the Ad Council, HHS, and NIH's WE CAN program.
3: Radio Islam, the nation's first daily live call in talk radio show,
1: produced by Muslims for the mainstream market. Radio Islam on the air since 2004 because of your generosity Radio Islam salutes its most valuable asset you our listener from our producers to our interns we appreciate your support thank you the Syrian Community Network with offices nationwide serves its Chicago area clients from its north side location located at 5439 North Broadway they provide housing social services, education, basic human needs, and food security. The Syrian Community Network has Arabic-speaking staff and is a partner organization of the Illinois Coalition for Immigrant and Refugee Rights. You can get more info by calling area code 872-806-0141. That's area code 872-806-0141 or by visiting their website at syriancommunitynetwork.org.
0: What up, fam? It's the end of the tape. Yeah. Figured I ended on a solid
1: this,
0: this, this note. This is a homage, speech. Iconic. Yeah. All they see in front of them is. Shadows I don't want to blend with Darkness of the minds I don't want to be the kind of man that's so helpless I protect everybody that I mess with Hands up when they see me cause I'm that lit Stand up when I'm busting through the dough They should have known Iconic ain't never gonna fold under pressure I'm reaching for that treasure chest They tried to get the best of me That's a new back They must be
1: Welcome back to Radio Slime, You are listening to Iconic like Bond up but don't uh, this is your host Tariq Alamine. For those of you who night, are no just tuning in, we're having a conversation uh, with from Iconic skyline, Bond and Red Wine sight, I chemist by, day, by day, rapper by night. Um, never have his fangs um on but I love that. I love that. Um, not just not just the, the lyrics. I love the lyrics. But you you definitely picked a great um a great accompaniment the track so i mean that that was awesome. Can you repeat
2: that again sorry
1: no i'm sorry i was just i was just gushing over here um oh. <laughs> <laughs> that i really i really uh i just i love the the selection i mean I think you picked a great track to go along with um with uh the the lyrics i mean the flow there but that that particular track it really does kind of evoke uh it's a different kind of era. It almost reminds me very much of like a no ID almost yeah. like something he would, he would produce. So yeah, you, you picked a really, a really talented um, producer to, 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 to line yourself up with. Yeah. Shout out
2: to homage for that. That's, and that's, that's kind of what I was saying earlier. That's, that's, that's why I like his music. Yeah. You know, he, he brings back the essence of hip hop in his music.
1: Yeah. Really soulful. And you know what? Um, I was so wrapped up, I didn't even come back on properly. Look, Radio Islam family, for those of you who are just tuning in, you know where you're at. This is Radio Islam. We on WCEV 1450 AM, streaming at WCEV1450 dot com. Find us on social media and wherever you get your podcasts at Radio Islam USA. Okay, I've done it. All right, now you you were saying, Ahmed. <laughs> so, so, so you 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 um you talked about. That particularly, you gave us a verse from it uh, before we went to hmm. break, uh, so we wanted to definitely play that uh, when we when we you know came back to let the folks hear. Um, what is the the writing process like for you?
2: Oh man, I even made a song about that.
1: <laughs> okay, w- w- which, which song is that?
2: <laughs> floating, floating. So yeah, so floating um, kind of goes through my process and, and my feelings and my ideas and my thoughts and how it works um
1: but before you give it to us before you give okay. it to us we're gonna play we're gonna play a minute of floating okay and then you give us the breakdown on it let's see right. let's see how, how how it works out all right
0: this is, this is a homage kind of level when I'm writing I'm never losing my sight I say strike it with the pen and the pad never. Read- Writing. If the beat is inviting, I show it a night so exciting, the night so enticing. I mean the night that's so uniting. No music could ever do it. We be moving through the night together, just like a unit. I never knew it. I never knew that it would be so free. And I feel like a different being when I'm being sucked into the dream world. This is my free world, a place where I could be myself. This is my free world, no one else around to tug the strings around the wings. I am the king and I be flying, soaring with the beat of the drums is satisfying something sweet from the lungs Purifying all the hate to love All the hate straight to love Wishing I could keep climbing from the bottom up and up I'm lifting up I feel like I'm floating
3: I'm floating Waiting to fall
1: away I got this music In my vein. Okay, so that is Floating Um Yeah, and I... I, and I I gather that from, from the lyrics in there, um, unrestrained, unrestricted, um, not being manipulated by anybody, but really just off on your, on your own.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You definitely caught what I was throwing at you. Okay. Um, so I mean, that's, you know, that, and that's the beginning of that process. Um, or, or that's, that's the first feeling Mm-hmm. that i get you know when i'm sitting in my room and i'm sitting and writing and just listening to the music i feel like i'm i'm in my own world right um and you know everything else in your life you kind of there's somebody else involved in every action that you make you know whether you're at work or at home this is this is my free area this is where i could be a hundred percent myself and you know that's the beginning concept the idea the feeling that i have when i'm sitting and writing. Um, and uh, even later on in the track, I kind of I kind of dig a little bit deeper about, um, you know, the actual thoughts and ideas that are going through my head. Um, and I kind of touch on what we talked about earlier about what inspires me, um, you know, was it the rebellious phase and going through that. And I kind of touch on that and how those, you know, I would never imagine that that life is what, you know, I draw inspiration from when I'm writing. Um, mm and then I kind of get a little bit technical, talk about what happens after I'm done. You know, I say I say a couple <laughs> lines. I say I listen back to it, back to back, with my back to it, which is actually something. I, when I was sitting and writing, I was I was actually facing the other way when I was sitting and writing, and I thought about that. Um, <laughs> you know, when I'm sitting, when I'm done with when I'm done with a track, I, I play it, and I go to a different room or I turn my back to it, so I'm not you know, I'm not looking at it. I kind of put myself in a different element and try to, try to listen to it and, and kind of put myself somewhere else. Like I'm listening to something foreign and see how it feels to me. Hmm.
1: Now, um, do you write, do you write from, a, um, uh, is your inspiration from the music first or do you have an idea? Um, or do you, you know, yeah. Do you have to listen to the music and then you kind of get into, uh, get into a groove, uh, uh, and yeah
2: fine yeah that. so for for the most part for the most part that's 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 kind of how i pick which which concept i'm going to go with for a song um i i usually have an idea of what i want the whole project to sound like whether whether that be the whole song what you know what what, what concept i want to hit on or the you know the album you know or the mixtape you know what i want that to be about what's the general concept but then when i listen to the music i always you know i always Put it in my car. You know, I drive around with it for a couple days um, and see what kind of what kind of ideas or thoughts pop in my head when mm-hmm. I'm listening to it. What kind of feeling do I get? And then I'll and then I'll start writing.
1: Okay. And yeah. do you when you begin writing, do you finish it all in one shot, or does it come to you in in segments?
2: Um, both uh, depends on how much time I have and how inspired <laughs> I am at the moment. Okay. <laughs> so um you know, I have I have I have some tracks that I've finished in in one go. In one night I finished the whole thing, wrote, recorded it, you know, and got it finished. Um some tracks I get stuck. You get writer's block. Yeah. Um sometimes I have to hear back what I, you know, what I've already recorded, what I've already written and see see how it feels and where do I want to go from there? Um so it you know, it all depends Mm. That's what music is about. It's all about feeling. So if you're not feeling it, you yeah. know. I used to, when I first started off um, a year and a half ago. Um, I kind of I was I, I was almost forcing it, and it didn't feel natural because I felt like I had to force it out of me. Mm. Um, and when I stopped doing that, is when I I I, I believe that I finally broke through. Just to use that word again, broke through that um, that block. You know that bump in the road because I felt like I hit a bump and I couldn't couldn't get any better. Mm-hmm. Uh, once I started writing to my feelings and doing it when I felt like doing it rather than doing it like a job, um, it you know, I grew as an artist when I started doing that.
1: Mm-hmm. What is your take on the state of? I mean, you you shared some uh, some observations with regard to how uh, rap has a way of uh, affecting behavior and, and uh leading the culture, you know, going from you said uh when you were coming up marijuana was a part of a lot of the music and that was mm-hmm. that was you know that was the thing. Uh yeah. and now we have this there's there's so many different references to prescription um drugs and 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 other things as well which folks are acting out. Um mm-hmm. aside I shouldn't say aside from that but is that your your total view, or do you see other aspects of rap uh, as well um, existing right now? Oh, well,
2: right now, there's definitely there's definitely a lot of positive and, and, and um, you know more. Uh, um, what's the word for it? Uh, I mean, there's definitely good and bad. Mm. Um, the I guess I guess my my thing is, the bad is what's getting mainstream. Yeah. You know, the yeah. bad is what's mainstream. Mm-hmm. But there's still rappers that are doing exactly what I'm trying to do and a lot better than even what I'm trying to do, people that I look up to right. um, that are not mainstream,
3: that are,
2: that are doing and trying to accomplish the same thing. Sadly, that's not that's not what the radio wants to hear. <laughs> mm. So that's not what gets airplay. Um, and that's why, you know, I, I I feel like at this point, it's like if if the quantity of rappers that have the same mentality or same idea, same purpose as myself are out there, eventually, I mean, it's gonna change back. And I feel like I feel like rap is already starting to change back to to that now that we're going through these struggles as a nation. Mm-hmm. Um, that's 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 what people want to listen to. All right.
1: Um,
2: you know, I think uh, you know, rap has gone through many phases. Um, at least since I've you know, since I've been listening to it. Um, but one phase that always comes back to is that, you know, the, the original aspect of rap was a way uh it was a freedom of speech for African Americans in the United States. Right. It was the way that they spoke their mind. It was the way that they it was the only way. There was no other way. You know, through poetry, through spoken word and through rap. That's how that's how, you know, they you know, uh
1: that's where it evolved from. So, yeah, it's definitely... And it always goes back to that. Yeah, embedded in um, social commentary. And um, I think in, in the arts, whether you go back to, to gospel music, which is the um, really the, the progenitor, if you look at what it means to use your art to oppose your reality and hope for a better future... And that definitely. that really is what and, uh, and uh, at its mm-hmm. essence, gospel music represents. And then uh, to blues and, um, uh, you know, all the way up to rap. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So that that's that's definitely good to see that um, that folks are looking at it. As you know, as it was as, as it first manifested uh, before it was taken over by corporate interests, yeah. So yeah. So that's always that's always good. So how often do you how often do you perform?
2: Um. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to do it as much as I can. It's it's, it's somewhat difficult. Mm-hmm. It's not as consistent as I want it to be, just because I have a nine to five job and you know yeah. family at home. Yeah. yeah um. Yeah. But I try at least you know at least two three times a week, locally.
1: That's um, that's a lot. You talk. <laughs> you said not as much as you want to. You are yeah. two or three times a week. That's. I <laughs> I'll think do you'd... it every
2: night. I'll do it every night <laughs> if I have. To. <laughs> <laughs> now, but I mean that's and I mean that's just part of the that's part of the hustle. You have yeah. to go out there. You have to do it. And you know, the first time I did it, I was nervous. I had never done. I mean, this is all new to me. This is, this was all foreign to me. Right. Um. So it's it's definitely been a learning experience. But um, it's something that I'm motivated and I'm driven to do. So I I really I really want to keep doing it. I like it now. Now I'm used to it. You know. So I want to. I you I got that book.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got you got that performing bug. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, that's that's great. Um so are the, for those people that have known you uh for a while before you uh became iconic Bond. Mm. Um how do they view this this uh transformation or this development? Uh are they just like kind of jaw dropped, you know, uh to see you now?
2: I've definitely kind of, I kind of had it all, all different ways. Um, I had a lot of close friends that are like, "Oh, this is actually pretty good." Like, you're, where did this come from? You know, um, I've had a lot of people in this, and one of the things mm-hmm. that I kind of, I, I don't, you know, I don't. Obviously, I'm not gonna name anybody, but <laughs> uh, some of the stuff that I write about, and you know, and focus or breakthrough is about people that. Uh, that kind of try to demotivate me. Tell me that I couldn't do it. Like, what, why are you doing this? Oh, really? Like what makes you think? Yeah. Like, why are you doing it? There's nothing special about what you're doing.
1: Um, man,
2: but that, I just, you know, I just drew motivation for that. Hey,
1: hate, hey. Hate, hate. Is there, is there a, uh, a song that speaks to, uh, that speaks to that on breakthrough?
2: Um, I mean, breakthrough and focus both kind of speak to it um in their own ways um probably yeah i mean just those two off of this album you know i touch on it a little bit about how people try to hold me back you know Mm. hold me down but i ain't never hold back that's that's where that came from yeah um you know people like i've you know i had conversation with a couple of friends and you know they you know but haters gonna hate and it's
1: okay that's their job
2: that is their job it's okay, you know, yeah. but I've, I've definitely had love from a lot of friends. Um, they come out to support me when I go um, uh, perform and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, share my music. You know, my mom okay. shares my music all over Facebook. <laughs> uh, my mom, my mom is, you know, she's from Egypt. She's she's an immigrant. So, it, yeah. you know, she doesn't pick up on all the words, but she tries. Yeah. So she's, she's my number one fan.
1: That's awesome, one fan, my mom, um, <laughs> I'll do
2: that. and of course the two brothers that I, you know, that I'm working with um, on this venture. Um, actually, one of one of them is a producer. Um, he had he he produced one of the songs on there. Uh, his name is Bad Logic. He produced Sidelines. Um, you know he he's my partner in crime, if you will. And then we have another brother um, that's helping from the business standpoint. We kind of created our own collective, and you know, trying to trying to do this our own way without, you know, I'm not going to say, you know, if a big record label came out of nowhere and said, hey, Iconic, we're going to give you all this money. I don't know whether I'm going to say yes or no, but I would like to do it my own way with my own people, you know, doing our own thing. Um, So that way we have full control, and that's kind of why we created, you know, the collective. And right now it's being called GDLD. Okay. It's an acronym. Um,
1: GBLD.
2: D-D as in dog, L-D as in dog.
1: Oh, okay, okay. All right. Well, we have time for one more, and I think we're going to – which one do you want to share with the Radio Sound family?
2: Oh, man. Yes. So so we did did Breakthrough, Focus, and First Bond. I would say Reside. Reside. Okay. Yes, sir. All right.
1: All right, we're going to play a little bit of Reside uh, coming up right about – Now. This
0: is is a homage. speech. I reside on a different state of mind. You got me open, now I'm open to define the shackles that enslave the people of my kind and while you look around i can show you why 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 it really happened they got my people locked up in cages no passion they got us stuck between two pages no passing hey you wonder why the hell we taking up rapping it's because we ain't got no choice in it i put my pain in words i find joy in it my mama sit around hoping that her boy in it Hoping that I find a little bit of coin in it, but ain't no coin to be had unless you about the drugs and concentrate on the madness. They just sit around and pray to God that it happens. They be trying to keep us from the palace, keep us in the fashion, keep us in the flashing. Oldest kid, I need to purchase a damn medallion. You know how we do when the bling come around. Catch me on the ocean every time I get a sound bite. Never was a wound tight, never wore the crown right. Now I'm sitting trying to find the ground when the pounds right. Because I'm so high Trying to find the ground when the pound's right Because I'm so fly The road less traveled is a road less traveled for a reason We be chilling all day and night for seasons I would rather do that than find myself bleeding on the inside Can you believe it? It's just another disguise I lost my feelings because I'm hanging out with this guy He be a heathen, he's a devil breathing fire A desire in okay. my mind The higher that, that I
1: get is, the fire and desires uh, Reside that is beside oh, another homage production, and yeah, that was hot. That was hot. I, I love being able to have this type of engagement. Um, like we've we've talked to quite a few artists on the show, mm-hmm. um, but this is the first time that we've been able to go through um, uh, go through some of the some of that artist's uh, music. Yeah, uh, which is which is a real treat. Which is yeah, so
2: yeah, yeah, and I'm you know I I greatly appreciate you giving me the opportunity. That's the whole point, right? Yeah, not you know discuss discuss the words. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, so um, so you do most of your performing locally, uh, right now, but I would assume, uh, imagine that you are gearing up for some, uh, from out of state, um, performing.
2: Hopefully, one day.
1: Okay. Well, it, it may be wonder, here.
2: That's, that's it, in the plans.
1: Yeah, it may be here sooner than you think.
2: <laughs> Inshallah. <laughs> Inshallah. So, Inshallah.
1: what what do you want your uh, what do you want your mark to be? Your legacy to be as an artist.
2: Oh man, a lot of things. Oh, my
1: legacy as an
2: artist. I mean. Aside from somebody that didn't know how to do rap yesterday and decided to do it and is doing it, mm-hmm. you know, that's part of it that you could do whatever you want. Right. There's no, nobody's going to stop you except yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot, of, a lot of what I'm trying to do, is, that's a hard question.
1: Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot to it, right? It is, I
2: mean, it's, it's, and, and, I might have to write a song about this interview. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to let people know how I feel about certain things and where I stand because I feel like my, my ideas and my thoughts are shared by a lot of youth and not even just youth, but a lot of parents, a lot of Muslims, a lot of uh, uh, community service activists and. And that's I'm trying to put that aspect into rap. You know that rap doesn't only have to be about whatever it's about right now, right. because that's not important. None of that stuff is important. You know I want I want people to see that they could use rap as a way to inspire others to better others. Because yeah, you never know who's going to be inspired by your music, or if somebody heard maybe just one. You know, one line in, in one of my songs, and, and and they connect to that, and it changed something about them. That's that's the whole point. Right. That's the whole point, and that and that like kind of goes back to you know the fact that that's what rap does. That's what rap does. So why not use it uh, in a form that's better than what is being used for now in the mainstream? Um. You know, and I and I kind of I said I said one line in in, in first bond. Uh, You know why is it when we talk we're not speaking out about the realness? You know that's why. Why is that? You know why is it every time when when you turn on TV and it's about entertainers? Why is it that they only talk about this this worldly? It's a worldly view. It's it's like you know it's all about the the money. It's all about the whatever. Nobody's talking about the real stuff that's going on in the background. Um, And that's what I'm trying to do.
1: Right. Right. Well, brother, we appreciate you. Um uh cheering you on, looking to see you continue to do uh big things and you know, make your way make your way up to Chicago, right? Um I, I I'll this try. I'll this, try my best. This, this uh-huh. what I'm gonna say. When you do come to when you do come to Chicago, we we, we gonna be upset if you get out of here and you don't stop by Radio Islam. You're the
2: first person I call, Brother <laughs> I promise you that. (laughs)
1: Alhamdulillah, inshallah. I promise you that. All right, Radio Islam family, our guest uh, tonight has been Ahmed Radwan, uh, a.k.a. Iconic Bond. You can check his music out. He's on SoundCloud. Uh, You're on on SoundCloud under Iconic Bond, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. And uh, and you know what? We're going to go ahead and we're going to share a link on the Radio Islam page as well. So
2: I appreciate show it. that support. Thank you so much for the opportunity, Bill Clark, Radio been, Slam. Thank you so much.
1: It's been a pleasure. All right, Radio Sound family, it is time for us to get out of here. We want to go ahead and thank our engineers over at WCEV. Thank you very much for making sure we come through loud and clear. We thank you. We thank our engineer in studio, the impressive one, Ibrahim Beg. I'm your host and producer, Tariq Alamine. Our executive producer is Abdul Malik Mujahid. We remind you that the views expressed by the host and our guests are theirs and are to be taken as a representation of Sound Vision Foundation. All right, that's it. We look forward to joining you again next time. So, we're going to leave you now as we greeted you. Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you.